You are now tuned into the Wake the Flock Up Network. Welcome back to the show. You are now listening, now experiencing Save the Hip Hop Culture Radio with Sector 3. In the house. And Con Dizzle, 7 1 Fizzle. No one calls me that. No one calls me that, but I'm going to start calling you that. Con Dizzle, 7 1 Fizzle. I like that, though. You you ever seen the original Kings of Comedy? Yes. When he goes, Yo, Delicious. Yo, yo, what's your name? Oh, my name is Delicious. I'm a grown man, bro. I can't call you Delicious. Call no other dude Delicious. Hey, yo, hey, yo, delicious. Hey, yo, D, wait up. <laughs> That's Cedric, right? That's Cedric. Cedric didn't say. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want to try. Yeah, next time I introduce myself, I'll be like, yo, what's up? Uh, my name is Con Dizzle Seven One Fizzle. So can I call you, know, you Con? You're now? gonna get a lot of blank stares, right? Uh, what? It's my pastor. <laughs> uh, we're back, Joe. Um, tell me about how you feel the show's been going so far. Uh, I like it. It's. I think it's. Um, for me myself is a learning experience because I've been on the mic but delivering flows as opposed to talking I mean it's still talking to a crowd but um, you know keeping it entertaining and uh, saying what I'm you know my opinions and all that um, I like it I like it though it's been uh, it's been entertaining it's been it's a stepping stone and a learning experience. You know what it is? It's uh, when you're performing as an MC. This is all pre-remembered information. Mm-hmm. It's all stuff you already mm-hmm. know, including like the breaths, the stops, the da-da. You know when you're going to have a little time. Here, there's none of that shit. So freestyle. So it's a whole new way of communicating with your audience. It's a whole new way of interacting, a whole new way of performing because everything is literally freestyle. Now, I'll tell you this. I have been to the shows where everything is written down. Yeah, yeah. I remember I told you, like, you know, and that's why I bring it up. Not to cut you off, sorry. Uh, it's organic, you know, and I may be using that word too much, but it really is because for, for anyone listening, uh, the only thing we prep is what are we, and, and not even that. Sometimes, you know, we get in here and do the, and, okay, what are we talking about today? Last uh, the last episode, it was freestyle. I mean, it wasn't. You know, I had a bunch of ideas, but it was like, you know what? I feel a certain way. I got a vent, and we did what we did. The last one was the venting episode. You okay. can check that out now. Wake the flock up Go to SoundCloud. Uh, save the hill culture radio. And it was sector had a had a bad day that day. Girl. And you're allowed to have bad days, but when you and me, when people you and you, people like us have bad days, it affects everyone around us. There's people that have bad days you'll never know they have bad days yeah. just because they mask en- it well or their energy is really not that energy of like a, someone that people kind of look to to see how their day is going to guide they're not leaders in whatever situation not they're not important not they're not good people but I'm saying they're not some people just aren't don't have that leadership uh, aura around them but you and I we're heads of, heads of households and not only that we're, we run shows we run this people will a lot of the time be like okay uh, they can feel how it is. Like when I when I have an off day on Facebook, I'll get like, "Yo, you're right. what's going on? What's up?" <laughs> even on even, even on, on Facebook, <laughs> because like, yo, I can tell by the way you're posting things that you're just not you. You're having a hard time or whatever. 
And it's just because we, we carry that energy with us. We, our personalities are so, not that they're big and loud, but they're, they're so established, so there, that people notice it. Yeah. The sector was having a, a rough day, and you came yeah. and you did what you should, and you vented instead of like backhanding your girlfriend when you're at home or whatever. Yeah, right. Blah. I mean, you backhanded her anyway because you uh, that, that, burned that, the food, but. Yeah, yeah. Well, you burn in tortillas, boy. <laughs> Nah, nah. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, and, and of course, we're all entitled to our days and, you know, our bad days. Um, and I told you, when I got home, my wife's like, hey, you look different. It's like, yeah, you know, hip hop makes it all better. You know, yeah, wifey makes does. it all better and always all that. But, um, yeah, man, I love I love the way the show's going. You know, people give me feedback. You know, anybody listening, like, if you, if you love it, just share it. You know, tell your peoples, tell your grandma, your grandpa, your neighbor, your cat. All that stuff. Listen to the show. Let them know. Wake the flock up, baby. Wake the flock up. Net. You check us out. You check out Wake the flock up. The concert seven four. You check out each one. Teach one. The Umbaka and concert seven four. You check out Eat Popular Nobody with Ariano, and of course, Save the Hip Hop Culture Radio. Um. So we we've been we we do a lot of freestyling here. What we mean by that is that we really just go with because you no, know, there's the the only part we do is sometimes we'll say, hey, let's do this about this topic. But even when we sat down, we're like, uh, yeah, how about this one? Flow, yeah. Like right now, we want to handle some real world shit. We came back and the whole way we were debating and discussing it. What are we going to do? What are we do? But we decided what we we're going to do is a, a second or, or the recoming, the rebeefing of our f- first beef episode. Yeah, yeah. We had Which beefs. Was, what was it? Like the second episode, right? It was like episode. the second episode. I think it might have been the... But no, the first one was Graph. Yeah, the first one was Graph. Yeah. But so but what we mean by that by beef, it's like tracks that... Uh, and this was this was spawned by uh, one of our good friends, Jan Baca, who had the audacity. No, who Jan Baca, who said, um, "Hit 'em up" was the best diss track in hip hop history. Wrong. Now look, it's a great diss track. It's a good example of a diss track. It has all the components of a super dope diss track. That's why it's really good. It has the personals. It has the flows. It has the beat. It has the energy. It has all this stuff behind it. And outside of that, it was really. You could tell Pac was was really hurt. Like he, he was saying a lot of real shit on that on that diss track, right? Which makes it even more uh, hurtful. Cause you can't tell Biggie like, yo, you fucking skinny motherfucker. It's not gonna hit. But like, yo, you fat as fuck, bro. Like, like it's harsh. That's why I fucked your bitch. And then there's then there's there's, there's rumors, and then you know that they work together, so they, that possibility could be there. And da 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 da. <laughs> what are you thinking, Seth? You, your face, your I'm brain's moving. Oh, is that? Why are you? Uh, why do you peel them? Because, uh, because, uh, yeah. Look, but then this little bullshit. Okay, so wait. Uh, is is did Pac really come off well? I see. I I hate. I. Sect is not the biggest Tupac fan. No, no, no. I don't. I don't doubt. Now you're throwing me to it. And you know what? It's not that I'm not a fan, because. Not the uh, Okay, so so a little story, and then I'll get into what I was gonna say. You know, I, we go out, friends and I, whatever, go out shoot pool, right? Right. And then they have a the little karaoke thing. You throw in a couple bucks, throw some jams. One of the homies was like, "Yo, you like pop?" And I was about to be like, "Nah," but then, judging by what was already playing, which was like, oh, you know, whatever it was, Lil Wayne or Drake or whatever, I'm like, you know what? Pop would be a welcome. Yeah, yeah, and, and and don't get me wrong, anybody's listening. I've said it. Pac is dope. Pac is dope. There's okay. I, there's no way he's... I'm not saying he's whack. I think my problem is, and I've said it time and time again, is people ride him so much and put him on this big-ass pedestal that it kills everything for me. It's the same thing with Eminem. Same thing. 
Eminem is dope when he's on his on his lyrical game. Eminem is almost indestructible. I would like to hear a Chino, Chino and Eminem track. That's me. But I think it's the fans and the people that put these artists on the, this big ass pedestal where it's like Pac is God, and you see all these shirts, and it's like Thug Life. I just saw someone wearing a shirt, and if you have it, ain't no just here. You got Pac shirts? I got no. I got a Death Row record shirt. Uh, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, well, this dude was wearing a shirt that had Pac, and Pac had his hands out, and he was holding what I would believe would be the city of LA. Okay. I'm like, all right, that's a, that's a not that it matters, but that's a Swami shirt. Right. Oh, for sure. That that style. Yeah. But nothing wrong with the shirt. I'm not saying anything. You guys and whoever has it, dope, cool. That's all good. My thing is, it's like merchandise, and Pac is the realist, and you say hip hop, and most of these dudes right off the top of the head, Pac and Biggie, Pac and Biggie, Pac and Biggie. It's like it's just too much for me, and and I think that's where my blockage. You know what it is? It's like, the, it's like and I've said this before. Your brain is a vast vault of hip-hop knowledge right you can tell sector like at 87 like who you think was the hottest You're like well of course da 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 drop that tape and this tape and then the collab like you have this whole vast thing when people when you your average citizen you ask them who's the biggest rapper of all time tupac i mean that's just the to-go answer but then for you and me and there's the same argument i got with Tumex about it because he kept telling me to chill like don't oh, don't you, you can't be in people's faces like that you can't be that and he goes we're 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 rap connoisseurs bro like the shit we know the shit we like the average citizen's not gonna like that dude so you can't always be so defensive about it and that's why because i'm rap connoisseur bro i can because i am i need to let you know there's better shit to be drinking than this and this is where it comes from and this is why it's better and this other stuff so um, Sector, you it, it, look, and not, not, not that there's anything wrong with not being a Pac fan, but you are a fan. Yeah. You just don't think that he deserves, or that that you know. I don't even think it's a deserving thing. I think you think that because people are so rapid to just be like, "Oh, Pac the greatest, Pac the greatest," they don't have the the, the previous knowledge to say, "Well, maybe could you rap because of this, or maybe whatever." Here's 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 one uh, little example. We might be straying away, but here's a little example. So I had a conversation, um, and this is all social media. I kind of stop it, and not that it's a problem with it, but um, you know, our focus, see the hip hop culture's focus is the youth. So you'll see me post like, "Yo, check this dude out from Detroit. Check this dude out yep. from New York. Check yep. this dude out from Brazil," just to get that out there because being confined to five rappers, you got Eminem, Nas, Biggie, Pac. And that's as that that's that's your circumference. That's as far as it goes. So if I can tell you, yo, check this out. It's okay to like a up and coming MC. Yep. That's me. I go to shows to catch the opening acts. Yep. Cool. De La Souls are dope, but I like. Let me hear some new shit because you know I'm a, I'm a fan of yep. that new shit. But going back, so big fan. No, a fan of Pac. Again, don't get me wrong. But when people place him. Um, on on a pedestal like the, the the gentleman I told you I was talking to I had a conversation on social media, where he says, "Rap began with Pac. Pac started rap. Little things like that, and like I said, it, de- it depends on who it's coming from. If it's a youth, then you know, hey, check this out, bro, boom, boom, boom. But if it's a grown ass man, it's like, yo, you're missing several it's, years of of. It's a vastly ignorant statement. Well, I mean, Pac got it. You know it. We all we talked about it at, on the on the James Brown show. Um, that sounds dope. Huh? We were on the James Brown show. Uh, 
hip hop borrows and yeah. reinvents, yeah. right? Grandmaster Kaz says it, you know. But when people say, oh, Pac invented rap, or even like when the whole NWA movie came out, right? It's all about making ducats. You're making money. You know, you want to sell this and this and that. Um, don't get me wrong. When growing up, NWA was my shit. But then I started noticing, like, but what happened to the Stop the Violence movement, KRS One? What happened with the conscious, poor, righteous teachers, X Clan? Like, all that shit was wiped out, or at least wiped out of the of the radio. Um, then I started noticing, like, well, wait a minute, there's this, and then there's that. Um, so, I want to tell people, NWA did not create gangster rap. You had Schoolie D, you had fucking Cool G rap, even. Boogie Down Productions' first album is considered gangster. You know, I think that was 87, 87. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, having that conversation with that with that person, I don't remember if it was youth or not, it's like, I accept that you love Pac. I accept that you love Pac more than your average fan. Mm-hmm. Even, even uh, unfortunately, people call, uh, you know, people that jock artists a stan, you know, like an Eminem stan, right? Okay, even even if your your room or your studio is all Pac, everything, great, that's fine. But to say, oh, Pac started, it's just a lot of ignorant comments. And stuff like that is what stops me from even glorifying him. But again, sector three quote, I like Pac. I like Pac music. Yeah. Just because I don't post Pac every single day, doesn't mean I don't like Pac. It just means there's just more on the plate to chew. Because there is. And there is, yeah. There is. And uh, Pac, uh, and, and going back to that dude that has the Pac shirt and the Pac albums and the Pac CDs and the Pac posters and the Pac, all that stuff. Okay, cool. But as a Pac fan that you claim to be, right, you should have knowledge of what Pac, uh, of where Pac came from, right. of where Pac Kind of like you should know Pac. If you're gonna talk about you're a Tupac fan, okay, and you're gonna go to that extent, dude, you should be able to back up your Tupac facts. And him holding the city of LA isn't exactly that the first. That's ge- the first thing I said to my wife when yeah. I saw that. Let's go ahead. Yeah, it isn't exactly geographically uh, accurate. There you okay, go. because now it depends. So the man made a uh, to live and die in LA. Okay, so even if you listen to that track, he Pac never claimed to be from LA. Right, Pac was born in New York. For people that don't know that. Started off as MC New York for people that don't know that. Okay, so Park is very much an East Coast dude. He came here maybe I think it was like early, like not even I think it was like twelve or something. Yeah, yeah, and he so came to Oakland. First of all, like dude, this is he didn't land to LA until his old past years where he was doing with the death row thing, and now the uh, moving to LA would be like the number one thing to do. It's obvious. I mean, this is the you be a West Coast rapper. You come to L.A., all the games. And West, and West Coast rap was popping. Like. It was popping, and the West Coast rap that he was involved in was in L.A. He could have gone to Oakland and, and like, you know, uh, done the whole Bay thing. He could have done that, but he didn't. He, that's not what he was. He signed with Death Row, and now he has he's in L.A., and he has a Snoop, the the Dog Pound, but, but he has this atmosphere around him. So he starts and, doing that. And I think he embraced it, or people, and, and West Coast rap embraced him. Yeah. I, I love him on, on some... Uh, Pac music, bro. And again, I'm already feeling this. I'm a lightweight. Yeah, it's, um, it's it's emotional. Yeah. You know, uh, some of it. Because there's some stuff like, uh, the, more of the mainstream stuff. Pac let's was talk, let's able talk to, to translate emotion on his lyrics, on his tracks. And this is not only was he able to, he was willing to and wanted to. 
now artists don't want to translate anything but that they're that they're super high and fucking girls all the time. That's it. Which back it, then it was cool. Pac was like the first gangster rapper to make it cool to talk about your mama. To talk about heartbreak, talk about the dissing, like I'm so lonely, I don't understand what's happening. And he's working and he was twenty four when he died. Dude, this is he was so young and, and tapped into something very special that he was able to translate to the public. I think that's why people loved him so much. Right. You know? But nowadays, it's the opposite. You're soft. You're weak. If you say this, I love that. I'll, until you go into some independent hip-hop and that slug of an entire career of the love, of the of the feeling, of the loneliness, blah, 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 which is what made Pac so special, right? So you people got to understand, like, um, you can't categorize Pac as as this solitary artist, like this one artist who did gangster rap and was from the West Coast. Because he wasn't from the West Coast, and a lot of stuff he did wasn't all gangster rap. It was a lot of yeah. different styles and vibes. Yeah. But the one thing that I think people will defend about his sector is that subconsciously, whether they know it or not, he was an anomaly, 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 as in like one of a kind. Anomaly. Because again, at his age, he was willing to, he was able to tap into something that artists nowadays have been around this long haven't been able to do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's what made him so rare. That's what made him so special. That if he had been 34 and was doing shit like, okay, you're like, oh, he's an old dude. He's lived through the, He was 22, 23. He was a kid, bro. And he was able to talk about, like, drop the scar or a scar face, a smile. That track, it's emotionally bananas, bro. He's jumping that, up and, and down. You know, that's and, what, and maybe I'm the, type of, I'm the type of dude, I'm the type of head that, yeah, I'm going to like something that made it to the radio. And I'm talking radio pre-98. Yeah. Because um, after that, I mean, even maybe a few scattered here and there. But, um, you know, you talk about old school MCs or old school rappers or groups or whatever. Uh, you know, let's say someone brings up artifacts. Oh, well, yeah, uh, wrong side of the tracks. Yeah, yeah, cool. But do you remember Lower the Boom? Do you remember, you know, uh, any other track? If they heard of the artifact. If they heard. If they heard. But I'm saying, yeah, maybe artifact. See, the, no, but the realm that you live in, Sector, most hip-hop heads don't live in that realm. <laughs> That's you, a problem, though, to me. It is an issue. But those that do appreciate it and respect you for it, then they go like, oh, no, Sector knows what he's talking about. Then you have the those that don't. They'll be like, "Oh, he's stuck in the stuck old hip hop." Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, and then you hear these super ridiculous arguments, like the golden era was two thousand and this, or it was it was uh, seventy nine to eighty three, or whatever. And it's like you kind of start debating, you start splitting hairs and all this stuff. But the reality is that hip hop is larger than Pac and Biggie. Hip hop is larger than Jay Z and Nas, people. They, oh, hip hop is larger than just rap music itself. It, exactly. It's it's become this 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 energy that has engulfed the entire planet. There is not one part of the earth that hasn't been touched by hip hop in some way, shape, or form. Right? And you can say, oh, what about the fucking hidden jungles in Africa? I'm like, well, I don't know, dude, because the other day I'm watching this thing on this special. This kid's wearing an ice cube shirt. Well, <laughs> there's 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 a ah man, it's gonna kill me that I don't know this. Um, there's a documentary on b boying um, and there's b boys in Africa. I mean, straight up, you're in the sand. Uh, you know, the the one the the clip I saw, dude didn't even have shoes on, and they're just f- floor work like no one's no one's business. Yo, b boying, b boying, graffiti, b boxing is 
is huge and it's still major absolutely um, um you know overseas absolutely. you know mexico venezuela uh london australia australia you know, dude. the u.s just i mean maybe and you know what i, mean, I don't know if it's just time but maybe it's because it was birthed here in in the in the states um and it got out to across let's say australia or whatever a lot later maybe that's why they're they're kind of it's it's their golden era right now um maybe 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 that that could be it but when people say yo you're stuck in the 90s blah blah you know i tell them and people always tell me too like Yo, you're always posting '90s shit. It's like, no, nah, not not really, bro. Like, yo, check this Melanin Nine dude came out 2000s. Uh, check out Flu. These dudes came out 2000s. Cannibal Ox. You know, maybe I'm dating a little bit, but there's a lot. Paranorm, Purpose. Like, all these dudes is new. Major Dynamics, Stephen the Martyr. Like, all these cats are new cats coming up. Like, we represent real. I don't say real hip hop. That I'm saying it's true, true hip hop. Represents hip hop yeah. to the core, right? Yeah. So, I, that's where I'm at with that. No, so look, uh, uh, you people, you do have to understand because I am a Pac fan. I'm a, I'm a big Pac fan. Yeah, yeah. But in my my hip hop life doesn't begin and end with Pac, right? Like Pac is there, but dude, I I would I dude, I just right now I'm telling you about AZ. I'm chilling on yeah, this right. AZ. I'm fucking with problems right now, and it's tracks that I've heard whack back in the day, and I know like Rod Digger's tapes, and I had a fucking Medusa. Like dude, like it's it, hip hop is so broad. It's such a beautiful thing. It's like uh, finding you know the Garden of Eden and only concentrating on this one little plant that you found. It's like bro, go look, dude. There's so much other shit out there. And you know, okay, so uh, I love that little, uh, I love that 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 expression. You, this is the way I took it. Again, it might be one of these little joints right here. Let's do it. But um, you get to a place. I say you 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 reference the Garden of Eden. All right, so someone comes into this spot. And it's like, whoa, this is a beautiful spot, right? You've never seen this. You've never experienced anything like this. So, of course, for someone that is willing to accept it in terms of of uh, deciphering what this is, you're, you're, you're acknowledging. So you get to this Garden Eden, hip-hop. Mm-hmm. You get to a plant, Tupac. You're checking, like, wow, this is fucking amazing. Like, this is beautiful. But I, I understand someone sticking to that because it's so dope and it, you know I, I want to stay here right you get so captivated or whatever and you think this is it boom this is it especially with media nowadays too I can't make I can't connect the Garden Eden with media obviously but so what yeah. people like Concept what people like Baca what people like Rhymefest and, and, and all these other you know even Instagram pages uh, what they try to do or what we try to do is say okay cool that's dope you're here but Look to the left, and they and then this person, let's say we're talking Garden Eden or any paradise, right? You look left and you see another plant. Whoa, look at this plant. That plant, let's say, is logic, you know, or b boying, or so you know, b boy pocket, or whatever. Scene, you know, what we are doing in the in the game, quote unquote, is just opening people's eyes to yo, there is a foundation here in terms of elements there is someone other than Pac. you like Pac? well check this out why don't you check out poor righteous teachers wise intelligent was kicking some real dope because that's another issue i have with people um when they say oh no one was kicking was Pac? what, what Pac was kicking poor righteous teachers excellent lakim shabazz like these were 80s 90s cats lakim shabazz 80s um dead prez know, dead prez was kicking and that like, came after th- but th- there's just 
there were so many other people that wanted to do what Pac was doing and that were doing it before Pac felt it was necessity, which was just to like first express themselves emotionally, right? So, like, and not be afraid, and not be afraid to do it and teach you something and then learn and da da. Not that Pac was very. Like you can listen to a KRS track and he'll tell you like uh, Alexander the Great conquered this and that and oh, the other yeah. and he'll give you dates. Pac doesn't have a one song like that, but he's teaching you about the lifestyle of the hood and the lifestyle being poor. Like there, there was something that you can you would look up to you you would be able to hear these people and you, you're like oh they know something that I don't know, and now that's lacking in today's hip hop. But going back to your yeah. metaphor of like the Garden of Eden. <clears throat> There's a couple things. So you 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 let's say the gates open up and you walk up and you see this one plant, which is Pac. Oh, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Like this is my plant. I love this plant. This is gonna be my shit. And, but there's all these millions of other different plants. At first, it's easy. It's easy to just not move from that plant. Just like a laziness. Like it's easy. Like oh no, no, I'm good here. This is good enough. This is good. It enough. Might not come up with something else better. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe laziness is the wrong word for it, but it's just, it's simple. It's easier to just be like, oh, no, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. I'm not moving from here. This is good for me, blah, blah, blah. People like you and me, Sector, walk into the gardens like, oh, that plant is dope. That shit is tight. Okay. Oh, that one's, what is that? What is happening? We're roaming, bro. We're taking pictures. We're cataloging shit. We're really cataloging stuff. We're memorizing stuff. We're appreciating the art. We're appreciating the trees and the grass and then the animals that roam and everything that comes out of them. There's different types of people. So you're never going to win an argument with someone that's a that's a Puck fan. No. That he he didn't do this or that he wasn't better than that or that he didn't. It's like, dude, Puck style, you could trace it back to like, I don't know, you, I don't, you break it down. Rakim birthed so many styles, you can't even... You can't even say anything to that, you know. And yeah, yeah, I, it goes back to like what we said. Maybe if you try to detail and decipher where a certain style came from, you can go back to the seventies and eighties, definitely. But after that, everyone borrowed from everyone. The the dope shit about early hip hop is, even though people borrowed, which I think was fucking dope as hell. Even though people borrowed styles, no one sounded the same. Yeah. Uh, mm. There was There those. was, yeah. I won't say no one. But even that was a sin. Yeah. S- sounding the same as this cat. Now people make cash in on sounding the same. Which is now if you besides. Do- now if you shit. don't have that sound, they don't want you. Oh, no. You got to sound a little bit more like Drake. Sound a little bit more like Future. Come back to us. Let us know. Back then, <laughs> in the that. streets, bro, it was like... Dude, this that's his style. That's his flow. Like, what's up? Like, blah, 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 blah. Then you have, there's this whole, hip-hop has kind of done a, a 360 and like, a, it's just been this whole gaggle fuck now. So, it's so watered down and, and um, chopped up, you know what I'm saying? With all this bullshit added into it, that when you try to find some real shit, you're not going to get high off of it, dog. You're just going to be snorting fucking yeah, yeah, you know, baking watered. powder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You know what's... Okay, so it's it's one of those contradictions. And um, <laughs> people tell me like, yo, you know, you got your own lane. Other other dudes have the, you know, the trap music and all that. I ha- Trap music. I don't accept trap music. I accept it to the point where it's like it's there. I, I personally, one man self can't do anything about it. I'm not going to listen to it, but 
I come to the realization, I guess you can say, is that each lane has its own drive. Can we say that? Drive? Does that make sense? Yeah. Each lane has its own drive. But if I have a say, if I have a platform, if I have a... uh, yeah, a platform. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell these kids, even grown folks, uh, you know, don't forget where this came from. Uh going back to the, the sounding the same. I've been wanting to have someone of each either or either party, either group, freestyle fellowship and bone thugs and harmony, right? I was a big bone thugs and harmony fan. Huge. Um uh, big freestyle fellowship fan. However, there's those freestyle fellowship fans that I, I don't like using the word stand, but they're 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 oh, fucking freestyle fellowship thousand percent. Dude, Project Blog is the same shit. Yeah, and, and it's cool. I mean, there's there's extremists, there's the just the hardcore heads, uh, but I've had the conversation with people like, yo, Bone Thugs and Harmony bit freestyle fellowship style. If you go on early enough. You can see some kind of similarities. However, whether it's geographical location or just surroundings, Bone came with a different little style. Um, the slang was different, but there are similarities there. Who who do you give it to? I mean, both came out. Well, Freestyle Fellowship came out a lot earlier. However, people were saying, like, well, Bone was out in L.A. and they probably heard something and, you know, they, they banked off of that. <clears throat> well, at what point do you tell somebody nowadays? I'm talking present days. At what point will you tell somebody, "Yo, you sound like this person," or or check them? Right? At what point do you check these new rappers? Like, yo, you're starting to sound like. Uh, no, so you're not so. allowed to check. Right? You're not allowed to check. You 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 can be someone that has four hip hop podcasts, someone that's an MC, someone that's doing something, and the minute you check someone, you're out of place, bro. Trust me, and for no, a fact. No, I, I, and, and I've been there. And it's ridiculous, the fact that someone that has these years, has these things behind them, is developing entire platforms and other stuff, cannot tell someone, oh, that's not good hip-hop. Who are you to say that's not good hip-hop? Yeah. Why do you know? Man, you can't say that's not good, bro. That's his style. That's how he delivers his art. That's how he, And it's like, dude, really? So that all this work, all this counts for nothing? So someone that's a carpenter, that's a fucking... Uh, a journeyman carpenter can't tell an amateur carpenter that that's not the right way to put it up. Oh, hey, that's the way he puts it up. How do you know, bro? How do you, how are you? Yeah. Is that because I got 20 some years because I've been doing this this long because I'm productive member of the hip hop society culture. That's, that's why I can say something. No, that doesn't count for anything. Nowadays though, they don't want to hear it. They don't want you to say it. Okay. That's, that's what it is. And we I, seriously, and stay I said, to your lane. I said it, you don't have no place to say it. Who are you? Fuck you get to, all that. Like fuck I've all said, that. I've said it before. We did a special, not a special. And that sounds like we're fucking have a, a show and shit. <laughs> but we did a, a little shout out, a little yeah. post or whatever you want to call it, on why as eighties, uh, nineties hip hop kid or whatever, uh, why can in the nineties we boo a motherfucker off stage yeah and why in the the you know 2010s now you know whatever 2016 i saw it at the uh at the what was it the jizza concert i saw it at some show these dudes were the sh- one that just happened no no, no. Oh. that was yesterday i was like that you went to the jizza uh, uh 
someone was on stage and it, I mean, it started off okay, wasn't bad, but then it was like, okay, no, like wh- why are people just standing there? Um, <laughs> I remember I want to say it was 2004. We saw MF Doom, so it was me, my cousin Joe, right, um, brother-in-law Tiny, and at the time my brother-in-law Javier, right. So we're chilling, doing the thing. MF Doom shows up fucking late. It was him. People always ask me like, "Would you sure it was him?" Like it was MF Doom. But however, there was there was a, a group called Eight Bit. I don't even know why I fucking remember that. And they came out. Their energy was dope. The music was fucking whack. They got booed the fuck off stage. This is 2004, LA. I won't say it was a complex. I don't know if that was it. But oh, uh, LA Theater. They got booed. Why is it at 2016? No, no, you can't boo them. That's fucked up. You're a bully, bro. Or, or someone. Let's check this. So, uh, these mother, these MCs are are, are smart. <clears throat> Not MCs. These artists, the on stage artists, they're smart. They come out. They they see they the the, the crowd is not really. Uh, they'll know. Yo. Let's say the the headliner is Immortal Technique. Immortal Technique's in the back. He's already in the back waiting. You guys ready? Oh, okay, now the crowd gets hyped. You're getting the crowd hype off of none of your shit. You're getting crowd hype off of the the headliner, right? Aside from that, I've seen this happen. Yo, I got free giveaways. Who wants some? Crowd goes crazy. T-shirt here, a sack of bud here. All of a sudden, they got you know three or four songs, and now the crowd is fucking with them. Why? Because you just gave them a little. Let me give you something free. Shut up! Don't boo me. I say fuck that. Let's move. Let's, we we've completely strayed away from what we were talking about, but I'm down with booing a motherfucker. I'm down to do a KRS one and throw a motherfucker off stage. Like I don't want to hear no whack bullshit. Even if I pay ten dollars, five dollars, like I'm booing you the fuck off stage simply for the love of the culture and the art. I don't even know why I went that route. No, but <clears throat> I think because if you if you if you do that, let's say sector. You're uh, opening up for dream, dream opener. Who would you do love to open up for? Who I'd love to open up for? Oh, shit. <clears throat> wow, you caught me off guard. I'll get back to you on that <laughs> okay. shit. Okay, let's just say it's someone like, someone super dope. It's like, it's like, it's like Nas, Ferro Munch. You know what, I, I, you know what would like be dope? It's like a double what? Opening up for, and this, again, me. Yeah, yeah. You know, people are like, who the fuck is that? Oh, Adam's Family re- uh, Reunion. Adam's Family. Right, that would be sick. It's sect. It's Adam's family headlining. It's sector right before. It's two, three other acts. Uh, uh you know, uh, opening it up. Let's say sector's there. You get there early because you know you. Because I'm fucking you're first up. And responsible shit. MC. You, you get there early. You you know you watch the first two couple acts go up. The second act whack as fuck. Whack like bro, you just like it's like whack the whole energy of the crowd's going down. You hear people start talking, you know, because they talk yeah, when yeah. they don't like something. Start pointing and at all this shit. other shit, and they start turning around, and some people leave to go smoke, like that, that kind of shit, right? Sector goes, you know what? Fuck this, and you go up on stage while they're performing, you just push them off stage. Like, oh, Get shit. the fuck out of here, y'all! That shit was whack as fuck, blah blah blah. And you bump your shit, and you start rocking the set, the crowd feels it, blah blah blah. You would be the biggest fucking asshole on the planet. I was just, you know, what's crazy is because, okay, so I told you, like, why are we, why aren't we doing this? I just had a little realization, a little epif- epiphany, like, fuck yeah, well, let's boo these motherfuckers off stage. As you're setting the scene, I'm looking at you like, damn, you're setting me to setting me up to be an asshole. I'm already pre-programmed like that, cause I can easily say, y'all, throw somebody off stage, eh, whatever. Now, kind of like in present times, and as you're telling me the story's going down, like, yeah, that 
damn, that would he he's an asshole for that. Like, let him fucking rock. Like, you know. But, but you're doing what you think should be done as a hip hop head, and people won't understand it. Hip hop heads won't understand it. They'd be like, yo, dude, he got up there. They were whack as fuck. He went and then he rocked the crowd, bro. Like. That's some real hip-hop you know, shit. Yeah. Whether you like it or not, that was the origins, bro. That was the people got booed off fucking stage, dude. Well, today, today, uh, here's, here's, here's. Baka will say, well, they pay their $100. They I was just going to go there. I was just going to go there. Nowadays, it's the pay-to-play. Like, you can't just fucking, you know, a promoter can't be like, yo, get the fuck off. You suck. Like, they paid to get on that stage. You know, I, I, no So the only thing you could do now. I'm finished. Yeah, yeah. You rock the fucking crowd. You and, rock the and, show. And most likely even acknowledge it. Yeah, and be like, dude, I love this. I love, and it's kind of weird saying, I mean, I wasn't the big, biggest KRS fan before, mm. and I'm not definitely not the biggest now, but I, he has he has, he has, has this thing when he, when he went upstage on the show, he goes, um, yo, I don't know who was on before me. I don't know who's going to be on after me. But All this? I know that this right here, this is hip hop. This is real. He used, he used that as an intro for the Nelly disc. Yeah, and oh, I've really used good. that a couple of times in my shows when I was rocking. It was like, yo, it, disregarding who came up with what the shit was. It was just like me. I'm gonna give them something to remember. I'll be like, yo, I don't know who's on before. So like, I don't know who was on before. Like, I don't know who they were. Like, I don't know their names. It doesn't matter. To I don't me. know what kind of energy they brought. I don't know. Like to me, like uh, you're so much better than like I don't know who the fuck that was. I don't know who the fuck is coming up after me. That's none of my business. But this right here, this is real hip hop. My sister, dude, like when I was still living with my parents before I got married, uh, <clears throat> they would trip out because, especially with that song, you know, I'd close my door and it's just, I'd be bumping. I'd just be bumping music, right? And I'd be word for word, blah, 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 like it was me on stage, right? Well, that song, I'd bump it and just... It's not, I'm not even on stage, bro. Like, and and I feel the hairs in the back of my neck just kind of like. Uh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But my sister used to make fun of me because it's like that's all you can hear coming out of your room. Like, the real hip hop is over here. You know, talking about the Nelly disc, oh. um, that feeling, bro. I mean, '90s, '80s, '90s, even maybe even let I me mean, '70s now because the battle the battle scene wasn't too hardcore in the '70s, but um, the battles went from. For my research, the battles went from crew against crew, like who was the nicest. You're de- you you really want rhyming to put somebody down. You were rhyme to see just my rhymes are dope and blah 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 and pass it on to your next dude going back and forth. Then it got to the 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 busy B Kumo D beefs where it's I'm gonna come at you lyrically, like I'm gonna destroy you, I'm gonna dismantle you, your physical and your whole approach. Lyrically, yeah, it got to that point where it was blow for blow, kind of like a contender boxing match. Um, I forgot what I was gonna say, but that that era, the era of like the eighties and the nineties, where an MC was tested, an MC was yeah, just put to the test, is no longer what we're seeing today. Whether it's because of promoters, whether it's because these dudes just, hey, I put up a hundred bucks, let me just rock, like the whole dy- the whole platform has shifted. Not, I mean, it could be bad. It, 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 it might not be bad, but people like me, maybe the issue is with me or us. I'm stuck to that because that's what I grew up with. That's what I remember. I remember 
coming out of third period math and be like, oh, yo, there's Danny. Oh, Danny wants to battle you. And you'd battle third period, sixth period, and then after school, ROP, you know, at auto shop. Right? ROP, I you like it. Little, you get your little, uh, let me do the brakes. Yeah. There's this dude. Uh, like I'm going to put the brakes on you. The teacher, bro. we used to call him Monster. He's a big black dude. Uh, real cool dude. I wonder if he's still alive. Either way, um, he knew. He knew, like, oh, you guys are going to battle. We had some dudes come from other schools for an hour just to battle. MC battle. Um, do you think you see that nowadays? No. Like, I'm Everyone get on wants to be friends. Yeah, Everyone yeah, wants to share their links. Everyone wants you to check out their demos. Everyone wants to be this. Everyone wants to that. Everyone wants... And there's a lane for that. <laughs> there's a lane for that. Everyone wants to... Walk around with the MC badge on. Everyone wants to do it. But the minute you test the badge, not only are you the asshole now, it's almost unnecessary for them to have to do that. Pause has this great thing. Everyone Say raps it. now. Say it. Only because everyone allows everyone to rap now. Dude, I'm all for it, bro. Like, if you want to, you want to, put me to the test. Your costume, your shit ain't up to skill, your bars ain't up. All right, dude, just, just fucking do it. I've, I told you this. I've had issues with MCs and it's never come to, I never hear one response. Never hear nothing being laid out on wax. But they, oh, but the Twitter fingers are hard. Their, their, their Facebook fingers are strong. We were just talking about the whole diabolic Talib Kweli. Which is funny as fuck. Like, uh, and, and this has nothing to do with them. Yeah. I'm just saying, like. Since when did we go to Twitter? Since when did we go? I mean, I, I get it. Let's say it, it, it initiates on Twitter. So what Diabolic is saying, I know who Talib Kualib is. I know the aura of he has around him. I'm still going to voice my opinion if it's something that I don't like. And I'm pretty, I'm no Diabolic knows it's good faith. It, there's a possibility it can come to wax. He, this, this seems to me like Diabolic is very comfortable knowing Hey man, because he he has to know that there's that possibility. Of course. So he if it, if he knew, and he didn't think he can hang, he wouldn't say anything at all. Which is I think what happens a lot nowadays. I don't want to battle. That boy's like, hey, your shit's fucking corny, bro. Whatever he said. Tali Kwali might not spend the time, but he might be like, yo, well, fuck this dude. I'm gonna get on the wax and do it real quick. I and boom, it drops. Not diabolic has to respond. Not not bitch out and be like, yo, I don't want to make it any worse. It was what it was. My apology, which is what a lot of rappers do nowadays. A lot of them see them just not gonna fucking let's go, just, just fucking just do it's it. It's just good old fashioned battle. And and another thing that's lost too is is the friendly battle. I mean, you oh had, yeah, yeah, you had you just know, for sport. Yeah, it's just you knew at the end of the day, like, okay, cool. You know, you're from the neighborhood or you're from just another part of town, but it's cool. You see, same show or whatever, like. What happened to that? There's a fine line between a battle and a and a and a violent beef, you know. But a battle and a beef, and we've talked about this before, can go hand in hand. Yeah. Doesn't need to go hand in hand. It could be very, very, very uh, gentleman-like competition. Your shit's hot, my shit's hot. Hey, you want, you want, just try it. Just fucking do it, you know. And then it could be very violent, very like, yo, fuck you, like, yo, there's some real disrespect here, some real blah, blah, blah. It could be both, and it could be neither, it could be whatever, but there is that ability, there was that. Now, dude, you can't do that, dude. Now everyone's so, so with this fucking overprotective, and you hear it on these other hip-hop podcasts. Dude, my number one, people tell me, hey, you, what other, what other podcasts do you listen to? What are you, like, dude, I listen to podcasts, no other hip-hop podcasts. 
None. Zero. Okay, because half of the time it's either them saying, oh, you can't judge other rappers. Like, dope is dope to them, so it must be dope. You can't, you, who are you to say anything more about them? Dude, like, there's other podcasts that just refuse to have an opinion. Because they don't want to piss anyone off. Or they want to be friendly with two people or blah, blah, blah. Uh, Reverie had an issue with Germ Free. Oh, shit. Right? Oh, yeah, dude. Like, they duked it out. And, like, the, the verbal, blah, 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 all this stuff. And, I'll, and I'm not a Germ Free fan. Fuck Germ Free. I don't care. I don't give a shit about it. She, she seems, like, really just like a dirty chick to me. And her lyrics aren't all that. And I know Reverie personally. I know she's a great artist. I know her. She's a great person, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, yeah, fuck her. Like, I don't give a fuck about Germ Free. I said something like, uh, oh, I had... Uh, Reverie fought Germ Free in the video, like punched in the face and shit. So remember Sharkeisha? <laughs> yeah. So I took Sharkeisha's face and I put it on Reverie. And I was like, yo, Reverie was like this to Germ Free, right? And at the time, I was with a network. And then the network sends me an email. Yo. Tone it down. Tone it down. You don't want to get involved in the middle of this. And I'm like, well, what are you talking about? Why not? And they're like, yo, I'm going to give you an example. Right now, I can go to Reverie and get an interview and I'm good. Right now, I can go to Germ Free and get an interview, and I'm good. And none of them can get mad at me for talking to the other one. For being cool with either one, and none of them can say shit to me, right? Because I'm first, I don't want to be cool with Germ Free. I don't give a fuck about Germ Free, you know? And I'm cool with Reverie. So why wouldn't I back up my homegirl instead of maybe possibly getting something from an artist I don't give a shit about anyway? Like, you, I told him, I have an opinion, dude, and this is my opinion. That's how I feel. How, uh, here's, here's my problem. How is it that two artists or one artist controls what a platform, a network puts out? For the same reason that no one at the time wanted to admit Nas took Jay-Z. For the exact same reason no one wants to admit Ella Kuji got served by cannabis. Because there may be possibly somehow, some way that Jay-Z's going to fuck with me in the future. Maybe pa- I don't want it to get back to, to LO and then when my little magazine tries to get interviewed he says no instead of reporting real hip hop instead of being involved in real hip hop instead of talking and debating and making it a subject and noticing to the people the real true stories of a media outlet be- I might not get a Jay-Z interview <laughs> I don't want to piss off LL Cool J bro has, you know, and I get it Jay-Z has a lot of connections blah 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 Fuck Jay-Z. I don't give a fuck about Jay-Z. He's not paying my bills. He's not going to pay him in the future. And he doesn't want to give me an interview. That's cool. I'll be the guy that Jay-Z won't give the interview to. I'll be famous for that. I don't give a fuck. It doesn't yeah, matter to me. You know what I mean? Like, dude, you got to be you and be real. It's too easy to yeah. just be friends with everyone. Sector. Yeah, I know. See, to me, I, I that's, a, that's a huge issue. Like, how, how is it that... Uh, I get it. Artists are, are powerful, but you know, you said it yourself. Like, you know, artists or they need you. Not not in that sense. I don't want it to be like, oh, y'all, you, you work for me, no. But it's like, yo, we're giving you a platform to voice your opinion. How is it that you, your personal yeah. humble opinion, reflects a network? I don't know who it was, but like I, I have an issue with that. I don't know why I have an issue with that. You should have an issue with that because you're a hip-hop head. And you expect what I expect of me and other hip-hop media. You expect report. 
your opinion doesn't really fucking matter, dog. If you're going to be media, you have to be carried yourself in media ways. If I were to say someone said, your concept, you're going to get an exclusive right now. We have actual video of Africa Bambada doing blah, 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 blah. We want to wake the flock up to air. Get an interview from Africa in the future. I don't want to piss off Zulu Nation. Fuck that. I'm going to air it. Why? I'm not going to air it because in hopes that I, I makes me rich is because this is what's happening in my culture. Yo, this is what's happening. I was deemed to get the footage. They think of me to be an outlet big enough whatever here. This is what I'm reporting. These are the truths of the facts. Do I have an opinion about it? Absolutely. Am I going to think about twice about doing it? I'm going to watch the video, make sure that it is him, make sure that I can justifiably say this is that before I say it. we got video of the man doing this. Of course, I'm going to do all this stuff. If I can't say 100% that that's him in the video, I'm not going to air it. That's wrong for yeah, me to do as media, as a male, as a human being to do to somebody else. But I'm not going to shy away from what's real. And MC shouldn't shy away from telling someone that they suck. Your collabo on your mixtape ain't gonna mean shit, bro. Tell them <laughs> the other person that they're not good. That way, not everyone can rap now. Well, you know, and and I, uh, MCs, artists have become. I want to use a good word. I don't want to say bitch, <laughs> bitches. <laughs> but they become bitches, bro. Like, yeah, you can't tell a rapper like, yo, I didn't like this about it. Oh, yo. Mm, I like your lyrics, but damn, your production is soft, or or vice versa. Again, credit depending on how you say, it, right? But if you go, then you go like honestly, like yo, this wasn't that hot. This is dope, but your flow needed this, or you're sloppy on your time. You know? If you can come with someone like that, they should be able to respond and say, cool. I yeah. appreciate that." And we talked about it in the last episode. I mean, some a very rare percentage. Will say, yeah, cool, thanks, I appreciate it. We'll work on it, boom, keep it moving. Others will be quick to flip me, like, fuck you, what do you know? Oh, 90%. Oh, yeah, a, a good 90%. And then, and then, and then screenshots, because <laughs> they got to go social media yeah, with of it. Of course, check it out, it doesn't show me some love. Hey, fucking suck the three, don't know shit. Concept this so called hip hop purist doesn't like my shit. Fuck that guy, what's he know about it? But I have so much, I, I, I can't respect anybody that does that shit. You screenshot something I said. I, you know what I don't have respect for? <laughs> yeah. And someone just posted it. So someone posted it on a, on Facebook, on a Facebook group. Well, check this out. Someone had a, a, a podcast. It's, I think it was called Fuck Karis One Part Two, right? And I was like, these fuckers. Let me, let me just start listening to it, right? The guy starts off. He's joking around, blah, blah, blah. And he says, all right, so why we call it Fuck Karis One? Because check out what he said when he was at. Literally, he says, check out what he said when he was asked about Africa Bambata. The only snippet that they play is Karis when saying, honestly, if you ask me, I don't give a fuck. And then they cut it. Okay, but why don't you air the question that was asked? What context was yeah, that? Yeah, well, exactly. But the media loves that shit. And again, I don't know this guy. Yeah. I, don't, I can't even remember the name of the, the show. But like, if you're going to be uh, a blog, if you're yeah. going to be a, 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 a reporter, then you gotta you can't just put someone's response like what was the question and what context was it delivered you know like there's uh and that's the reason that artists don't want to give any media interviews that's what they don't trust um uh there and that's why they make fun of us do here there's uh on the new dollar people's out 
there is two there's there's only two by the way there's two um interludes is what they call them so there's two parts one of ev and one of rocka they're both media disses almost so one is when ev goes like this here i hope we can hear check it out Hello? Hey, this is uh, Brian Bryant from Colin for Mr. Evidence. I've been following you I'm first I'm calling for Miss at Mr. Evidence. I've been following you since your early days of Instagram, right? Just everyone around me, you know, from Alchemist on down to Raka, you know, my mom, everybody, you know, anybody around that I'm inspired by. That's awesome. You do prefer working indoor or outdoor? Uh, uh, I don't really know any outdoor studios, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with indoor. Do you prefer working indoor or outdoor? I don't know any outdoor studios, so I'm going to go with indoor. F- mine is hip-hop. Like I don't know, I don't know any studios that are outdoors, bro. The guy's thinking he's following him because Evidence is a very good photographer. Yeah. So he's been doing this. He, the guy's thinking photography. Ev is thinking music. Right. Okay, great. You too. <laughs> great interview. I'll let you know when we're gonna put it up on the blog. And, that's um, it. Great to meet you, that's, Mr. Evidence. That's the whole interview. No, this oh, is like. Yeah, well, there's something you wanted to say. Yeah, I just thought we would talk about music a little bit too. I'd love to talk about music. Cool. Dilated people's album. You're putting out a photo album. That's great. No, what's, mu- that, what's that about? No, music. I'm in a music group called Dilated People's Rap Group. Are you serious? That's. I mean, I used to be in a band, man. It's a real, really fun thing. Cool, man. Thank you, and thank you for your time. <laughs> so Ev is like, oh, I thought we talked about music too, and he's like, oh, sure, let's talk about music. I love to talk about music. Like Dilated People's. Oh, you're putting out a photo album. He goes back. He goes, no, I'm in the music. Oh, oh, I used to be in a band, too. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. Yeah, I'm with you. This is what they think of us. This is the media. This is what they think of media. This is what the artists rightfully think of hip-hop media. And I say rightfully because this is the reputation that we have. Yeah, yeah. This is the reputation I'm trying to change. This is the reputation that I'm going against. Your Vlad TVs, your fucking media outtakes, your hip hop, uh, uh, whatever. Your world star hip hop. Your world stars, all this shit that has, that artists are make you weary of even giving someone the day of time to talk about your new project. They'd rather not promote their shit than have to just talk to a media head. What does that say about hip hop media? It's insane. It's crazy. Because we don't have defin- definite opinions. Because if we have definite opinions of, Soldier Boy or whoever the fuck is is no good. Oh, there's a whole vast of people that fuck with Soldier Boy that aren't going to download your shit. To me, it's like, I don't give a fuck about them to begin with. I want the people that know what I'm really talking about to really dig me. And that's the way you grow organically an audience. Is the way you grow your own self-worth and self-image as an artist. And you should think about that as also as a hip-hop head. It's okay to tell people that they fucking suck. Because those people aren't going to fuck with you. Okay, good. Good that they don't fuck with you because they suck, right? You know, well, and yes, true. But I've I've personally met a handful of people. I can't say a bunch. A handful of people that uh, will fuck with a Drake or a, just fucking, oh, Soldier Boy, 
when he was out or whatever. It's the dopest. And they've come back to me like, yo, I had no idea who, you know, so-and-so was. It's like, I download, I heard the little snippet that you posted, and I'm a fan now. I'm not saying I want to convert people. I'm just saying there's options to choose from. It's what I've always told my people, my friends growing up in, in, in high school when I would listen to the Swollen Members tape yeah. instead of the new Ludacris or the new Master P. I'd be like, yo, dog, fuck that. Listen to this. This is the illest shit you ever hear in your life. And I remember doing that with somebody. Uh, we exchanged tapes. I'm like, dude, I don't know what you're going to show me, but I'm telling you this right now. This Swollen Members tape is the best tape you'll hear in your life. It's the best hip-hop shit. Because up to that day, it was the illest shit that I had heard at yeah. that point. And he gives me that massive P tip or whatever fucking tape he gave me. And I'm like, dude, just trust me. And the next day, he comes back, and, and, he, and he goes, oh, yeah, that shit was dope, bro. That shit was oh, dope. See? Okay. Like, all I'm telling them, and all I told them, and all I'm telling you, and everyone out there listening to me, there's so much better shit out there pushed to than what's being pushed to you. So much hip hop has such a rich history of artists, MCs, breakdancers, graffitis, b boys, DJs, whatever, than what is being portrayed now. Okay, the word DJ now has it's unrecognizable to what the word DJ meant. To what the word DJ was supposed to mean. It's been perverted. Same thing with MC. Same thing with rapper. Same thing with this. It's, it's just ridiculous, bro. I wish we can go back to uh, a, a time where it was like maybe 94, 97, around that time. 98, 99, when the DJs kind of made their own lane. Those um, oh executioners oh you know that that's where I was going it so yeah. there there was a, and, and and we did it on our blog but there was a record label called Bomb Hip Hop Records it started off as a, like a magazine like like ninety one ninety two somewhere around there and it was just magazine elements graffiti all that good stuff they released uh there was two issues of the magazine that came out I don't if, I don't know if you guys remember and I was gonna tell you when we were at the store like I remember going into a music store one that alone. Uh, two, they used to have zines or like independent magazines, right? Um, nowadays, it's like Murder Dog or I don't even know if that shit's still out, but um, or even graffiti graffiti magazines, right? Entire I, magazine uh, dedicated bro, to nothing. You buy the Montanas there. You could order the caps there. Everything, bro. Whether it was Can Control, whether it was uh, I can't remember the other one, but I'm gonna, I'm, they would come. Quick, there was there was this this one thing that you you know how you have the beer. Um, Muggies or the things you put the beer yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. They used to have those for cans. Yeah. I don't know if you remember yeah, those. Yeah, I, don't remember that. I think um there was this, there was like this big debate like, yo, no, that's some bullshit, that's some fancy shit. But I remember girl holding one of them and they just made the grip on the you know can so much better, you to know. To me, um I wasn't a big fan of them, but yeah. I remember the the first you know, the first two times I used yeah. one. Um it did help the fatigue of the hand yeah. after like springs. So because much. you would and then you, whether you know or not, there's a vibration happening, and then your hand starts to like hurt or whatever, yeah. right? So then with that, it would it would kind of give you a little bit of a padding. Yeah. But the other thing would be the other people would say it was like, well, I'm wearing wearing gloves most of the time, so the grip is not there, you know. So so it was like this debate whether. Yeah. But then some of people were like, dude, I never wear gloves, homie. Like this, some eh, back. It depends. In, it depends. It, it all depends. Go ahead. Go ahead. I just I just it uh, came back to me. Remember? No, that that's perfect. Yeah. That, that's a perfect way to 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 incorporate that. Um, so yeah, so these magazines would have the two magazines that came out uh, came out with the CD, 
so it was like their their introduction to like a yeah we're doing this music stuff right it was it, it led to an all dj album i mean we're talking the mid 90s right an all dj album right like the fuck but that birth in invisible scratch pickles which is apollo uh, mix master mike dj cubert um X-Men, which is Executioners, uh, Rest in Peace, Rock Raider, uh, Mr. Sinister, Rob Swift, Total Eclipse. Um, damn, I'm taking a fucking flashback. Um, you know, DJ Faust. All all these DJs that made a lane for themselves because uh, I think it was Rob Swift that said it on the Scratch documentary. He's like, your thing as a DJ was like, let me try to get picked up by this group, be their DJ, and that's it. When it's Bomb, I think his name is David Paul from Bomb Hip Hop. I remember I submitted my, my demo to him. Trying to get a fucking record, you know, record deal or whatever. But I, I did it to Viper. Did you really? Yeah. For real? Yeah, I got to respond back and everything. Go did obviously they. It, well, they were they were like, oh, though, like, yo, this shows a lot of talent. It shows a lot of, a lot of progress, and we respect it. Right now, we're not looking to expand. That's exactly a catalog, what I got. But yo, keep doing it. You know, mad love and respect. Well, at least you got love because my f- thing was like, yo, we're not looking for. Yeah, you know, shout out to David Paul, but yeah. yeah, I got one of those. Like, yeah, we're not looking for anybody. <laughs> yeah, it, but I'm thinking at the time, well, if it was dope enough, they would expand their catalog. Of course, but I didn't have the following. I didn't have. It was just some kid, and I and I sent it out to Viper. You right, sent be- a CD or a cassette? A cassette before <laughs> concept seven before, before baby. Well, uh, back back then it was a cassette, and then it was it was right before you got into the CDs, and the CDs you went into the MP3s. Yeah, yeah. If I remember correctly, it was a tape, and then I, I sent him a CD months later, and I didn't get anything back from that. But it was like, oh, this is really dope. This is this is way before tech took over. Cause oh tech, shit! Before yeah, before tech, tech took over Viper. It's like two thousand one, two thousand two. No. Yeah, no. No. Viper, come on now. No, he like two thousand six, dude. You serious? Yes. Immortal Tech didn't take over Viper Records. He hasn't been. He hasn't owned that shit for ten years. At least I don't think so. Well, we'll get back to that. Okay, that's a, that's a good. One. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, but either way, like uh, you know, I was saying, I don't even know what fucking point I was trying to make, but uh, yeah, let's close the show. Yeah, let's, we let's, got a let's, good strong hour. It was. It was. Uh, has it been an hour? It's been an hour. Motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is no, this no is music good. and shit. So this one won't have any music because this is really us. Fuck with us though. Talking about oh, they, dude, they don't need music. Okay, the, if they're at this level. They don't need the music to entertain these shut months. Y'all, right? shut they, y'all. They're they're here for hip hop, and they know we're hip hop. So, close it down. Tell me what you think. Let's close down the show. Um, final thoughts. What are your final thoughts? Um, just that, bro. Like, uh, you know, people people will call us a, pur- a purist. I take it. I don't take it offensively. Um, I, you know, being so okay. So sector three, right? People tell me, well, why sector three? And I'll make it quick because one. Birth, life, death. Three. Right? You're born, you live, you die. Little Three stages of life. It goes back to the Mayan philosophy and all that. I'm not going to get into that. Another reason why. I tapped, fully tapped, into three elements of hip-hop. Right? The MC part, which I think I could destroy a motherfucker with. That's just me. Come test. Uh, I bombed from 94. I'm not even, you know, I can't even say bombed, but it started in 93, 94, and 98 is when I kind of gave it up bombing-wise, right? So, But I bombed for a good amount. Um, and I b-boyed. Uh, b-boy, you know, the, the b-boying thing I did for less time, but I got really into it. 
sector three, right? So when people call me a purist, again, I don't take it offensively. I've lived through this shit. I grew up with this shit. So I take it as a part of a family. I mean, I had, you know, I had, I, I didn't have a bad childhood, but I can say like hip hop raised me in a good way. Uh, music, b-boying, DJing, beatboxing, all that good stuff, right? So when you hear myself and Concept talk throughout these podcasts, and you might say like, yo, you're a little too passionate, man. You got to understand, I live this. I've seen it grow. I've seen the conscious movement, you know, from the Heal Project to the Stop the Violence movement. And I've seen it. I didn't even, I can't even say progress. We've seen it deteriorate to what it is now. Save the hip-hop culture. A good word deteriorate because that's exactly what's been happening. It sucks, bro. I just had someone and shout out to the brother. I can't remember his name, but he. A lot of people to close it out. A lot of people get save the hip hop culture misconstrued. Like we would, what the fuck? What are you trying to say? Hip hop's not dead. I never said it was dead. I said you got to preserve the elements. Save the hip hop culture. Save it from these greedy corporations. Save it from these punk ass A and R's. Save it from these radio stations that aren't. Showing love to the b-boys, the graph writers. Save it from the artists themselves. The, the artists themselves. The that's artists themselves. That's this brother. Shout out again. Shout out to him. I'll try to get a conversation with him, but uh, hopefully we'll get it. But a lot of people get that shit misconstrued. We're passionate about it. We're we're connoisseurs, like you said. We're we're fans. You know, even though you know we've had Percy P on on the show, that doesn't mean I'm not gonna bug out next time I see him. Like, yo, I'm talking to Percy P. Yo, I'm talking to Jay Rue. Like. What the fuck? I'm I'm standing right next to to Dave of De La Soul backstage. Like to me, people tell me like, "Yo, you shouldn't have got that poster signed, bro." Like your media, bro. Like I don't, you know. There's there's a fine bonuses, bro. There's a a media that I get to meet these artists. I ain't gonna bug out. I'm not gonna be like, "Yo, shit, what the fuck?" No, No, hell no, like. Yo, I'm gonna blow shout out. Rascast tomorrow, bro. Like, you know, <laughs> I do it because I'm still a fan of it, yeah. and that's why concept, and that's why myself put so much emphasis on on these topics and these shows. Uh, thank you guys for fucking with us. Save the hip hop culture radio. That's right. We we if if anything, leave with these these things firmly implanted in your brain. Sector, me, concept. We don't have anything but the utmost respect. And the highest hopes and um, intentions when it comes to hip hop. We're not here to disrespect anyone, Preach. but we are here to speak our minds. And if the com- what fifty almost years of hip hop experience between us doesn't matter to you, then you're in the wrong fucking business, bro. You're in the- then you're listening to the wrong podcast. If if you can't give us the ground of moral respect that we have when we say this is not what it should be or this is not what I remember it to be or what the intentions were of it from someone that doesn't have any bad bones in their in their body when it comes to hip hop. We only want what's best for it. If you can't appreciate what we have to say, you're listening to the wrong fucking podcast and you have no business conversating about hip hop to us. If you're here to defend an angle that goes against the 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 spirit of hip hop, the elements of hip hop, the doctrine of hip hop, the intentions, the what it was meant to be, dude. Then you don't talk. The, the conversation is mute because you don't have any positive light towards hip hop. 
not look me and sector are not the end all of hip-hop there's you can have your opinion everyone's entitled to it but you do got to give us credit for the opinions that we do produce because we do mean them to be nothing but inspirational and good for hip-hop everybody everyone's opinion is accepted yes everyone's opinion a concept sector baka Ariano, like we're it, it, it it's not a hundred percent definitive. We represent hip hop culture, though we do. Yeah, you know, I'm not saying yeah. I, what I say goes. I'm not saying KRS knows what's up. You got to understand. You gotta you gotta follow everything that KRS one says. We all come from a, you all cut from a different cloth. And we've heard it, and I've heard it. And if you're gonna come tell me, how can you talk hip hop? You're not black. Yeah. Lord, how can you talk, Lord Jamar? How can you talk hip hop? Uh, you're not. Nas, you're not Jay Z. You don't know what it's like to sell uh, a studio. You don't know what it's like to have a million dollars offered to you to sell your soul. Blah blah blah. You, how can you talk hip hop? Well, because I'm not them. Because I'm not black. Because I'm not this. Because I didn't grow up in New York. I have I my own perspective of hip hop. And if you tell me, oh, you're not hip hop, I'm gonna laugh in your face, bro. Because you have no idea what you're talking about. Anyone that I think really knows me or sect that and they go, oh, that fool's not hip hop, to be like, dude, that's probably the most hip hop that I know. You can't, you don't have any room to talk. Your argument, anything after that is invalid because you don't know what you're talking about. What are we, what, what does hip hop mean? We have nothing but the best intentions for hip hop, for a culture that we love, and we've dedicated our entire lives and careers to. My wife knows I'm fucking hip hop as shit. She knows it. My wife says I love hip hop more than I love her. And I tell my wife the same thing. She knows that that's the truth. Do I love her more? No. Do I have love maybe equally or in a different level for hip hop? Absolutely. If there's going to... what? Can you imagine the debate of like, uh, oh, hey, if someone goes, if you die today, hip hop will be okay. Will you die today, Sector? Say that again? If someone goes, hey, if you die today, hip hop will be okay in your terms. Like it would be the hip hop you imagined. Would you give up your life for that? Oh, shit. Would I give up my life for that? To know that hip-hop will be preserved in the way that you thought of it, the way that you would picture it in the, like, your perfect, in your garden of eating hip-hop. Bring it all back. <laughs> That's a tricky question, but I probably would. Would you give up your life for it? And not, it's easy to say yes, easy to say no, people are going to say all kinds of shit. I very much believe that if someone were to say, yo, if you die today, hip-hop will be the hip-hop you imagine in your brain, and it will be carried on for here on forever. I would kiss my wife goodbye. I would hug my yeah, kids, yeah. and I would go. And I don't think that at the end of the day, they would hate me for it. They would be like, yo, this is just who he was. This is who I fell in love with. This is who fathered you. Let him, this, is, this is what has to happen. My kids are going to be okay. My wife is a strong woman. But for the millions of people that I'll affect, for an entire culture that will be okay if I pass, who little old me, I'd fucking do it in a heartbeat, yeah, bro. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have an issue with it. And it goes back to this passion, but like people don't see it. Like I've had conversations. I know we're gonna close out the show, but I've had conversations with people like, like yo, it's just music. Like son, it's not even. Did I just say son? It's not. It's not just music, bro. It's like it's a culture, bro. Like. I really did say son, huh? A mentality. Nah, it's just almost it's, religion borderline. I, I would say, you know, a lot of people would give heat to KRS One for writing that book. Um, but I almost see it like like it is a religion, bro. Like 
there's I can't I, I can't explain it. And I know I, I'm gonna get into another hour of fucking talking, but thank y'all for fucking with us. Uh, again, I know I'm hoping, and when I and when I listen, you know, when I hit playback on these on these episodes after Concept does his thing with them, you know, it shows we're passionate about it. So we'll close it out. Yeah. Yeah, Appreciate we're passionate, y'all. you know, we'll, and we'll close down the show, and that'll be that. So thank you guys for joining us again for Sector 3. I am Concept 714. Save the Hip Hop Culture, of course, on Instagram, at Save the Hip Hop Culture. Wake the Flock Up at Wake the Flock Up, wakethefluckup.net. You'll find this show. You'll find Wake the Flock Up. Each one, teach one. Baca. Young Baca. Uh, uh, save, uh, save the Hip Hop Culture Radio, of course, and Popular the popular Nobody with Ariano. All hip hop podcasts. All life podcasts, all just people that want to contribute in to hip hop in a new way that I know isn't being done by any other network or any other podcast. We want to contribute and be original at it, and I think we're doing a great job at this. So fuck with us, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors. That's all we ask. That you download the show. We'll be here every week. Save the hip hop culture is on every Thursday. Ariano's on every Monday. Each one, teach ones every Tuesday, and wake the flock up. Of course, is every Wednesday. So, follow us. Active. Come through. We actively busy. Cheers. You are now tuned into the Wake the Flock Up Network.